welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hey, I'm Jessica. And I'm Lindsay. And welcome back to Adam's Rib. This is episode 60... 62, Jessica. Okay. Thanks, Lynn. We just went over this. I know. I'm not even about to sit here act like we didn't. We did. I don't keep up. I don't know. I'm starting to think something's wrong with my attention, boy. I a little just, my bit. Maybe just a little bit. Off. But before we get started, as we stated, um, you know, we had asked if anyone had any small businesses... Biz- business that they wanted us to promote (laughs) so we have one um and again anyone that has a small business out there we are definitely willing to promote it for free just email us at adamsribpodcast at gmail.com so that you can hear your business so this business it's called educate me foundation it's a 501c nonprofit geared towards increasing the number of African-American teachers in the classroom in Indiana. One of the ways they do this is creating a pipeline program called Our Educate Me Cadet Program, which encourages high school students to consider teaching. Secondly, they travel to historically black colleges and universities to recruit African-Americans to move to Indiana to teach. And finally, they offer networking for current African-American educators in the states. Please visit their website at www www.educatemefoundation.org and I've met these fellas and I know these guys really great guys and doing a lot of great things in the city so check nice. it out nice very nice educateme.com nice I org. love educatemefoundation.org oh, org. sorry, sorry. Org. <laughs> my bad anyway so yeah episode 62 it's another hot topics episode today Woo-hoo. Shout out to the Hot Topics. We got Brandon with us. About time. I was like, y'all not going to introduce me? Again? I mean, she had to make announcements and stuff. You know how they, you know how they do with the Look, church. Yeah, you got to do know, the announcements. Church announcements. Somebody you know what I'm saying? Somebody, spot. Right. Passing out fans. Mm-hmm. You know how that go. But yeah, so that works. Welcome back, B. Hola. So what we getting into today? What, can what you we? hear him? I can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have a hard time hearing you. I hear you. Like, you like turned it down. Anyway. We're recording. You do, it sounds like you turned it down. Now I can't hear you as well. I love Lindsay. Well, I'm just being honest. So if She's I so if, you, if I have to ask you to repeat yourself, that's why. Okay. So about these hot topics. Right. Right. Um, what were we talking about, Lindsay? You had one. What 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 are we discussing? I had a discussion with my dad because he's reading this book, something about supernatural occurrences, and I was telling him how personally I feel like churches. I feel like they're just not the same. They're not built the same. And I feel like, you know, churches are popping up, planted left and right, y'all. Not wrong with that. And it's like we're tuning it so much more like businesses as opposed to trying to win souls. You know, churches got, you know, five different services on a Sunday. So, therefore, it's just like, okay, we got to do this. We got to do this. Announcement here. Do this. It's just like everything's on a time schedule. And I feel like now a lot of pastors are more so just teaching on prosperity as opposed to, you know, with sins, there's consequences, you know, and there's options of heaven or hell. Like, I don't feel like they're getting down to the grassroots of what it truly means to live for God. And it's almost like, you know, they're almost like not holding holding their members accountable anyway. Like, I could go further into this, but I want to know what you guys think. If I'm the only one that feels that way, I feel like there's just no more 
grit in the church. Like, I used to, I used to go to church, and the choir, they'd be spot on. You know what I'm saying? They'd be getting into it, falling out, spirits being leading. And now it's just, everything just seems so mundane and so routine. It's like, oh, yes, I'm going to learn to sow my seed today. I'm going to learn to plant this seed today. And that's nice. But it's just like, you know, why don't we talk about supernatural things and how I have the power to do these things. And I don't have to be in the pulpit to, you know, experience, you know, certain things, you know, in life. I don't know. That's just how I feel about it. Yeah. Nobody else feels this way. That's what's up. That's fine. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I mean, I'm not saying that there are not churches out there that that operate in that way. Mm-hmm. And I do agree that church, um, church as a whole, has evolved. Um, but I think just like anything in life, it's just everything evolves. Like we evolve as people. Churches have evolved. Like things just evolve. And and so yeah, it's like church has kind of a more of of a business flow, mm-hmm. but it's almost like it kind of has to be that way given the times that we live in. Yeah, oh even yeah, some of those, yeah, that. like yeah. even some of the smaller backwood churches, like the church I grew up in, like that was that's a legit traditional Baptist church. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like it's got a group of members, but even now, like the way that that church operated in 1990 when I was three years old, compared to how it is now in 2016, mm-hmm. my brother is actually still a member of that church and. You know, the flow and operation of the church has changed, but it had to. Mm-hmm. It couldn't still function the way it did in 1990 because, well, well because it was it was a smaller number of members at the time. Sure. It was more family. It was more like kind of family oriented at the time. It was more family, like the whole family went to that church. Mm-hmm. Like, so everybody that was there was family. Like, I mean, even us. Yeah, like, we, was yeah, like <laughs> even with us, like we All grew the members up. Is yeah. Really though, legit. I, I grew you. up with them. I was them, like, so... well, should church be your family? But I see what you're saying now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I grew up with them like more than I grew up with my own family. So mm-hmm. they were family to me as well. So I mean my the the pastor is my godfather. Right. So, you know, like it was a little different. Tides and offering was just, you know, you pass the kids they quarter, mm-hmm. you know, you just get whatever you got out your purse and, and then that was that. Well what about the teachings though? I think that's more more someone I'm focusing on, like the, the teachings. Well, I mean know? I feel like everyone's taking, and again, this is no, 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 no shade on him, but I think he's a prime example. I feel like everyone's taking the Joel Alston route. Do good things, good thing will happen to you. Okay, sure enough, but it's just like, you know, like, where is it, you know, where, how can I see angels, you know? How can I use speaking in the spirit, you know, to, to heal people? How can I perform miracles just like it did? I want to know about that. Well, see, but I feel like, see, I think that that's, that's not for everybody, though. Everybody doesn't, everybody doesn't know how to receive that. Like, I mean, I know some, I know people right now that they don't, that's not their interest. They don't care to know about seeing angels. So it's but, most of my job to teach you what you're interested in as opposed no, to. No, but it's just like, I mean, that's why, like in my church, we have classes mm-hmm. and like you go, you, you can learn about these more specific things in the class and you can, mm-hmm. you can get a more one-on-one um, type of interaction with yeah. one of the ministers at the church instead of hearing it preached in the pulpit yeah. and only getting surface. Mm-hmm. Like, I like the idea of having classes. So then that way you can dig deeper. You can learn more. You can have mm-hmm. more detail. You can get more gritty with it. But I don't see why it can't be included with the main sermon in the pulpit because sometimes the classes are in the evening. Sometimes people work at night. Sometimes people don't have time to go to classes in the middle of the day. So sometimes if you're trying to reach the masses, why can't this be taught on Sundays? Just because you may not be interested in it doesn't mean it still can't be taught. <laughs> I mean, it can be. It can be. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. Like, I, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with teaching, um, with how things are taught now. There's nothing wrong with it, but I I wish we just got back to a lot more. I just think it needs to be way more broad. It just seems so narrow to me. Like it's, So it's making it seem like the Bible only talks about one thing. That's really what it comes down to. I feel like it's just, 
there's like one thing that's like, yeah, there may be a few different layers, but why can't we go deeper into that? No one really gets deeper and deeper. To, okay, for example, when you and I were talking about, uh, what was that episode? I think it was the Women of Easter, I think. And you had even mentioned, like, no one in the church really talks about the women of their Easter story. That's right. what I mean. It's just like, why aren't we pulling back more layers of things as opposed to, you know, just make sure you tithe, you know, make sure you do right by your neighbor. Don't covet. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, yeah. what else? There's got to be more. Like, and especially for someone who's thirsting for more. Like, I want more. Right, right. <laughs> because, it's, and I almost feel like a lot of these sermons are for, like, kind of like newbies. They're for, like, maybe like babies in Christ or something like that. It's, it's almost like for like new founder Christian, which is fine. We need those teachings too. But where is the, and why are you quiet, Brandon? <laughs> I'm like, just taking everything in. I, I'm taking everything in. I, I am 50, 50 mm-hmm. on everything. I will say, <clears throat> I do agree on your, your side. As far as like, we need more. How come everything is not being talked about? on stuff like that but at the same time you also got to think about what the pastors are assigned to talk about mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like you got to think about like what god is putting in them to say mm-hmm. at the moment so maybe there's a reason why certain pastors are only meant to talk about stuff like uh prosperity or dealing with your blessing then you got the other preachers talking about uh get your life right uh dealing with uh sins and this this and such and such and then you got pastors who are always talking about healing and blessing you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying so there's a reason that that could be happening so not every pastor is the same mm-hmm. not every church has to be different at the same time but at least there's you know open opportunities for those to be heard it just because it may not may not be on the pulpit per se because and, and try, i understand you know i came from apostolic church grace apostolic church blood washed acts 218 type stuff like like they pushed the name of jesus so hard down your throat to the point like that was a part of your birth certificate like it was that deep but the thing about it is they pushed that whole being rooted in christ and being blood washed and being saved and sanctified filled the holy spirit type stuff but they didn't talk about how to deal with forgiveness. They didn't talk about how to s- struggling with rejection and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But then you have other churches who talk about that, but you know, at the same time, and we need all of that. Don't right. get me wrong. We need all of it. But how come there isn't a church that doesn't cover all that? Well, Brandon, <laughs> I feel like Brandon just kind of hit the nail on the mm-hmm. head because it is based on what, what you're gifted, what you're led to, yeah, what you're, what you're led to be mm-hmm. or what you're led to say, because well, we you know, I mean, that's that's everything or woman. I don't think there is nobody like that <laughs> other than Jesus. Like, no, I'm just saying, like, there's got there's got to be somebody out there that is good in all those areas. I can t- touch on all those points. Like, if you live in godly life, you know, there's no way, like, you know, I don't know. I just I just feel like if you're just called to this in a pulpit, surely you have more than offer to me than just talking about prosperity. And maybe they surely do. Surely you have, you offer and, more than that. And, and, and maybe they do, but at right. the same time, you have to think about what is that pastor ha- having to talk about based off of the influence of what God is telling them to say at mm-hmm. that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, saying like, so we can't... Just, if it's based off of God's influence, then why do we think or why would we assume? I don't know. I mean, cause I, I follow I follow a female minister, and she like she does a she does a Periscope every Tuesday morning, and when I watch her, when I tune into her, like you know, it varies. 
her mm-hmm. messages vary. Like the last time I tuned in, she wasn't talking about like all happy go lucky type situations. I mean, she she got down to some some gritty stuff, but that's all she talked about. There was like no bright side. But then the following week, I mean, she did talk about more. Um, you know, prosperity yeah. and, and healing. Okay, and all more that. of her then? Well, but, <laughs> but she will be the first to tell you she's only going to speak based off of what the spirit leads her to speak. But if the spirit ain't telling mm. her, because I I've been following her for a while, yeah. And I mean, I could think of like months, like two months in a row, where all she spoke on was happier things. Yeah, you know, more prosperity led yeah. things. But then. You know, every now and again, she's gonna hit you with some with a couple gut punches and mm-hmm. a couple spirit mm-hmm. checks, and so I agree. That, you know, they should be led by spirit led, yeah. and so like I mean, even my pastor, I, I don't feel like every mm-hmm. time he gets up in the pulpit and preaches that every sermon is is about the good side of, no, of Christianity. I, agree. I, yeah. I feel like he teaches truth. Mm-hmm. He teaches yeah. truth, and they all do. Don't get me yeah. wrong. You know, and, so, and, and it's a, I think it's almost and it's it's almost like they kind of tailor made to to. They tailor made their make their messages to their congregation too, because if you mm-hmm. are in one of those more, uh, I can't think of the name of that church, but it's one where you know they say they accept all people. So homosexuals, they don't care. They, mm-hmm. Everybody come in. Mm-hmm. They're not going to go and start preaching. They're not going to mm-hmm. because they know who they have sitting in their pews, and they're trying to keep them there. And so they're not going to preach that. Now I'm not saying it's right, but they're oh, not like, going. To. <laughs> I'm not saying it's right. I okay. just know that they're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know people who've actually visited that church, and mm-hmm. you know, I think it's called the Blended Church or something. Girl, like that. And, it's, and I'm not saying that there's <laughs> right. no shade against that church because I, I get what they're trying to do. It's just the way they go about it. You know, other pe- people don't always kind of like rock with it, mm-hmm. but like. You know, they're they're not so they're not gonna preach against homosexuality because I already know there's homosexual people in their church. Is that what you're saying? Basically they're yeah, they're not gonna go they're not gonna convict they're gonna not they're not gonna make you feel bad for it. They're not gonna, they're gonna convict you. Yeah, they're not gonna mm-hmm. convict you for mm-hmm. it. Now they may say things mm-hmm. to try to get you to look at things so for on another side. Judgmental, but they're right. gonna say like, okay, this is a sin. Right. <laughs> I mean, because they did a whole wrong. video. They did a video one time. Uh my best friend who's now passed away, she went one time and um they did a video on mm-hmm. of a woman getting an abortion. Now, granted, she said it it rubbed her totally wrong. But mm-hmm. when when it was over, like their message behind it was, I mean, it wasn't like being judgmental towards a woman who's had a woman who's had an abortion, mm-hmm. you know. But they were saying how you know it wasn't right, right, in a very sugary way. Like they said it in a very nice way. Interesting. But <laughs> but again, yeah. it's like I, I think, think that people just. just see. <laughs> I, I've, I've personally never went. Yeah. I don't really know if I have an interest in visiting. Right, church, I get you. But, you know, um, again, no shade. Mm-hmm. I just don't think I have an interest in it. But you know, I that's why my thing is I'm fine with a minister who just preaches truth. If you preach yeah. truth, and then but so I think for maybe those people maybe like me who are just thirsting for more. I just sometimes I just need more. Well, sometimes <laughs> that... I need more truth because yeah, they all but... preach truth. But I, I want to know, you know, maybe how to operate more in gifts. You know, how can I acquire maybe certain spiritual gifts? You know, I want to know more about that. But I see, know about tithing. <laughs> but see, my ch- see, I go back to my church only because I've been there for mm-hmm. so long. And I'm point. not saying that, but, that, the, that our church doesn't. I'm not saying right. that at all. But I'm saying I feel like a lot of churches do do that. Right. They only preach on one thing. But well, no, I don't think our church does that at all. Yeah, what I like about what I like about Newbie is that they actually have created ministries for these said things mm-hmm. so you want to learn more about how to operate in cer- certain spiritual gifts they have an entire ministry just for that mm-hmm. and they meet however often 
so they can t- focus in on those things. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a ministry for people who just really love love praying and really like want mm-hmm. to how to operate how, more, yeah, prayer, yeah. How, how to operate more in it. And so, like, I, I feel like that's a great that's a that's like the the great that's the alternative. And I like it. I like mm-hmm. it because again. It gives people who are having that desire and that thirst like you, Mm -hmm. it gives them an opportunity to know, to be able to dig deeper for real. Because in the pulpit, unfortunately, most of these preachers are timed anyway. Mm -hmm. So they only got so much time and and they're not going to be able to dig that deep. And that's the thing, too. We (laughs) become so modernized. Everything is on a time schedule. And I get, you know, you want to serve more people. You have multiple different servers. But we should not be so time sensitive and time, you know, conserving that we're focused on time more than we're focused on, like, on the message. Well, but True, then why does but, everything have know, to be on Sunday? Why can't there be other days I in the week where I, you I, I agree. You need to have that balance. You know, some people work on Sundays. You know, everyone's lives and schedules are busy. I, I get but that. But they but also some, have Bible studies, too, and other certain I, I groups I get that, too. But it's just like, and, and to the point where it's like, okay, since he isn't able to preach on the pulpit, then yes, I agree. There should be classes. And I'm I, that is great. It should be done that way but i just don't think there's anything wrong with sharing in the pulpit every now and then you know but i think if, he if does, you run I, over you run over who cares about the time if the spirit is there if the spirit is leading you and oh i ran you know 10 minutes over today it's show church who cares who cares we're just so caught up in oh you know it's going on two o'clock you know next one starts 2 30 all right yeah but you also gotta remember <laughs> you gotta, the certain preachers that have tried to do that and they Giving them an inch and they take a mind that we'd be there till four thirty. And then next, you know, they got night service at five o'clock. I feel like all these things you're saying are fixable. You know, like oh, they take an inch, go with them out. Okay, well, maybe just take a couple. But I think at the end of the day, if the ministry works, if people are being changed, regardless if it's a business rent or if it's just old school rent or whatever, like if it's working Mm -hmm. for them, if their lives are changing, then it's working. Right, I agree. I guess there's something. I just feel like sometimes I think pastors seem afraid just 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 dig deeper and just. Maybe not necessarily try new things, but like let's just be deep sometimes. But that kind of goes back to okay, what is being said at in the pulpit that you can take at home to put to practice for yourself too? Because okay. we can't always just depend on what they're saying, like mm-hmm. what they have been saying. Like it may be beneficial to a certain area, but there's other scriptures even around what they say that we need to read for ourselves. Yeah, okay, God, general. what else? You know, what I'm saying that's, that's just regardless in general. When I know, but I'm just about. I think just go, going to the point of saying like I know we thirst more and we need more. You know what I'm saying? And I agree. I don't mind stuff be like, you know, certain of certain things to be talked about in the pulpit every now and then. But at the times that they are or, or not, like what what can we take from what is spoken mm-hmm. and utilize it at home behind closed doors? So mm-hmm. that way we won't have to feel like we need more because there may be more revelation to what they haven't even experienced yet. You know, so there are some pre- preachers that have like they're, they're probably talking about stuff that hasn't experienced the stuff that we're looking for us to yeah, experience. And, that's no, and you know, that's, that's no actually well, and that's actually a really great point too because I don't want a minister telling me about certain things if he hasn't experienced it because you you can't you only you're only going to give me this much mm-hmm. you can't give me yeah. all of it. We and can't so, about what you don't know. So I, I agree so that. yeah, so, <laughs> but but that's what I'm saying, like. I, I'm but not. I, I guess it's just scary that just for so many more people are like aren't thirsting for these things in their own lives. You know what I'm saying? So maybe that's why they're not experiencing it because they're not thirsting after it. Like I feel like 
But how do you know? It's just not thirsty. Well, I don't know. But that's how it's coming across by you telling me, well, he hasn't experienced or she hasn't experienced it. And it's just like, okay, well, how, why are we getting away from desiring these things? Like, why is does, is it is it implications of just what we're being taught all about prosperity? Or is it just implications of just society and just what we're dealing with that is that we just feel like we need more prosperity as opposed to some of these other things? Well, and I, that's, it goes back to what I was saying before. It's evolution right now. Like, you kind of, you have to, you have to pay attention to what's going on around you, too. Mm-hmm. And when we were growing up, it was all about salvation, getting your life right. You know, mm-hmm. this is what the words say. The traditions of, of of the church, that's what it was when we were growing up. But yeah. times have changed so much. It has evolved so much. And so, and I personally feel like, and I'm just somebody, I don't know, I just kind of dig a little deeper when people talk. I personally feel like some of the preachers that I've I've listened to and that I, uh, that I, I kind of follow, I don't feel like they so much gotten away from, like, the old school teachings. They just teach it in a different way. Their mm-hmm. teachings have evolved mm-hmm. as well. So I feel like they're still preaching. I do think teachings have teaching evolved the same ways, way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's just the approach is different. And so I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't feel like. I feel like church is kind of. It's just it's what's working. How Whatever they're doing is mm-hmm. what's working mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, and it's, it's, it's bringing people in. It's not like it's not bringing people in. Right. Like, people are coming to Christ. And mm-hmm. so, you know, and it's not like they don't have that opportunity to learn more. Right. It's just, it just may not be from the pulpit on Sunday morning. <laughs> it may be on Thursday night at Bible study or yeah. Wednesday, depending on your church. <laughs> so you've just spent a whole hot topic on one topic. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. I told you this happens every time. <laughs> So oh, well. we can stretch this out to about four more minutes, or we can end the episode. What uh, y'all want to? Do? I, I think it's about time to to pull out the cane and say, "Okay." <laughs> See, you gave up. me you gave me an inch. I went a mile. <laughs> See, I mean, was there something that y'all really, really want to talk about in about four minutes? It ain't gonna be talked about four minutes. We okay. can't. Get, we well, should not get into that other subject well, okay. in four well, I minutes. Think this, I think this is a good topic, so that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it was gonna go though. I knew it was gonna I'm go because that was deep. That was deep. I knew that one was that's gonna just how go. I felt. That's how y'all felt. And it was good. No, it was good. It was good. But I be trying to tell you, you only need all these extra topics. <laughs> <laughs> well, it needs to be called hot topic, <laughs> all right? Because the thing about, like, if you watch, like, the Wendy Williams show or, like, The View, like, oh, hot topics. They make a whole hour out of, like, 20 topics. Yeah, because well, it's you only her You also no. got to think about it. It's just her. It's only it's her. her. with The View, it's, like, five of them. And they but they, talking about they have no choice. They have no, they have to cut it off. They have yeah. to. And, like, they and literally they, have. they probably, like, edit and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, like, they cut. They cut. It's just like, church, we're on time for it. See? See, that's the word. Okay. We on a time theory. frame, and now we can't even talk about administers the other hot topics we want to talk about. That's See? all right. We'll minister to the people See? next time on the other hot topic. Right. <laughs> all right. So we're going to wrap this up. Thanks, B. Thank mm. you, Brandon. No problem. <laughs> and we'll catch y'all next week. Again, email us if you have a small business. Follow us, y'all. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Comment, like, share. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Periscope, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. Say that eight times. Come on now. Anyway, we'll hire a job. Sound.